Hello friends, this is Bob Friedland of Stock Picks Bob's Advice with another podcast for you this evening. It is Monday, February 7th, 2022. It's 10.25 p.m. Central Time. It's getting a little late, but I kind of wanted to squeeze one more podcast in today. As always, please remember I'm an amateur investor, so please consult with your professional investment advisors before making any investment decisions based on information on this website, uh, in this podcast, or in general, wherever you may find it. So I have a poem for you today, and I want to talk a little bit about Digital Turbine a stock that I think uh, you should be aware of. I don't own any shares of it. I have owned shares of it in the past. I think I should correct that. I think I do have some shares in a retirement account, as I recall. So I'll correct that. Well, you know, somebody might ask, well, what's the purpose of these podcasts? Uh, What kind of companies are we finding? What are we identifying? What am I identifying? And for me, uh, the goal of investing, and I've been investing for over 50 years, is to find the companies that are going to be relatively small or mid-sized and that grow, that do better every year, that increase their earnings, revenue, free cash flow, and also their stock price, so that one can invest in over a good number of years, have a significant profit. I'm not trying to find meme stocks. I know some people jumped on GameStop some time back, and it wasn't really necessarily bad. A lot of people made a bunch of money because it was highly shorted, and there was a short squeeze, and people had to cover their short, but it wasn't about the company itself. It was about Uh, sort of a manipulation of the stock price. I don't mean it pejoratively, but um, it's one way of making money. But my concept is to develop a whole stable of these investments. I always think of them like uh, thoroughbreds that you have racehorses that go out to race every day. And I want to have horses that win races. Horses that are doing well. Anyway, we'll get to that. I always like to share a little bit of philosophy. And I was looking for a poem. I have this habit of including a poem with a podcast. I'm not sure what's one got to do with the other, but uh, I like to break it up a little bit. You know, people sometimes put music with their podcasts, and I'm not sure what that has got to do with the podcast either makes it easier to swallow, I suppose. So I was, um, I've got these books of poetry, but then I went on the internet, like we all can do, and uh, found this uh, family friend poems, just a website with a lot of nice poems, and uh, found a poem by Roald Dahl. Sort of, Roald Dahl is a famous children's author, 
sort of James and the Giant Peach and Willy Wonka and a couple other stories. And this poem is called Little Red Riding Hood and the Wolf. Now, Roald Dahl was kind of cynical about things, so, uh, well, you figure it out. Let me share this poem with you. As soon as Wolf began to feel that he would like a decent meal, he went and knocked on Grandma's door. When Grandma opened it, she saw the sharp white teeth, the horrid grin, and Wolfie said, May I come in? Poor Grandmama was terrified. He's going to eat me up, she cried. And she was absolutely right. He ate her up in one big bite. But Grandmama was small and tough. And Wolfie wailed, That's not enough. I haven't yet begun to feel that I have had a decent meal. He ran around the kitchen, yelping, I've got to have a second helping. Then added with a frightful leer, I'm therefore going to wait right here till little Miss Riding Hood comes home from walking in the wood. He quickly put on Grandma's clothes. Of course, he hadn't eaten those. He dressed himself in coat and hat. He put on shoes, and after that, he even brushed and curled his hair, then sat himself in Grandma's chair. In came the little girl in red. She stopped. She stared. And then she said, What great big ears you have, Grandma. All the better to hear you with, the wolf replied. What great big eyes you have, Grandma, said Little Red Riding Hood. All the better to see you with, the wolf replied. He sat there watching her and smiled, he thought. I'm going to eat this child. Compared with her old grandmama, she's going to taste like caviar. Then Little Red Riding Hood said, But Grandma, what a lovely great big furry coat you have on. That's wrong, cried Wolf. Have you forgot to tell me what big teeth I've got? Ah, well, no matter what you say, I'm going to eat you anyway. The small girl smiles, one eyelid flickers. She whips a pistol from her knickers. She aims it at the creature's head and bang, 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 she shoots him dead. A few weeks later in the wood, I came across Miss Riding Hood. But what a change, no cloak of red, no silly hood upon her head. She said, hello, and do please note my lovely furry wolfskin coat. So that's a little Roald Dahl. For a Monday evening, I think Roll Dawg is pretty darn good. Uh, so I want to talk about digital turbine. I guess that's the point of the podcast. I've, like I said, I I do own some shares in a uh, retirement account, and uh, so I have to give credit to my retirement account advisor who picked out this stock. And I think he was looking for the same kind of things that I've learned to look for. So let's talk about Digital Turbine, which has a symbol of APPS. And first, if we go over to Yahoo Finance, you'll hear me clicking as I kind of kind of go through the Internet like you might be. And it says Digital Turbine Incorporated, through its subsidiaries, provides media and mobile communication products and solutions for mobile operators application advertisers, publishers, device, original equipment, manufacturers, and other uh, 
third party. Its application media software platform that enables mobile operators and original equipment manufacturers to control, manage, and monetize devices. The company also provides programmatic advertising and targeted media delivery services. Well, I'm not sure exactly what Digital Turbine does, even after I read that. But I can tell you one thing that they do do is make money. So if we, uh, first of all, take a look at the chart of Digital Turbine. And I'm over on uh, stockcharts.com with a three-point reversal. Apps, Digital Turbine closed today. February 7th, at $44.80, it was up 73 cents, or 1.66%. Now, the stock on this particular chart, which starts about August of 2021, so I'm going to change it to a six-point reversal and see if I can get a little bigger chart, just to get a little better history of the price movement. And what we see actually uh, is that way back in, well, it wasn't that far back in, looks like February of 2021, this stock was trading about 102 about a year ago. So here it is at $44.80. It's, I would say basically it's on sale. It's been going up and down and up and down, but mostly in a downward direction. So Contrary to looking for a stock at a new high, uh, this company uh, is sitting at less than half of what it was selling at a year ago. Now, the, one of the questions I have is whether, um, let's see if we can find the latest quarter for Digital Turbine. And um, if I go over to you, Yahoo Finance, and I'm just going to do this right now. We're going to kind of look for it. I'm going to enter APPS. And if we look on that main quote and scan through uh, the earnings, they're preparing to uh, post their third quarter earnings. So I don't see the second quarter. There's a lot of news on apps so let's do this let's go to their profile on on yahoo go to their website and one of the ways that we can find quarterly reports is to go to the website and under company there's a tab called investors and let's see if we can find their second quarter uh, report and I might not be able to find it here so let me just see if we have under press release if we go to news and events and and I just scroll back here it is on November 2nd of 2021, they reported their fiscal 2022 second quarter. Now, here's a stock selling at half of what it was a year ago. And in this report, just if we read the headlines, 
Um, they're based out in Austin, Texas. Here's the recent financial highlights. Re fiscal second quarter of 2022 for the second quarter ended September 30th, 2021. So, you know, again, we're getting back to that question of we're already in the third quarter of 2022. And my goodness, it's only the second month of 2022. But that's just how the company set itself up. So the revenue was $310.2 million. This was a 338% increase year over year on an as-reported basis and a 63% increase year over year as compared to the comparable pro forma figure. So I'm not sure quite the difference, but they did have a loss of six cents per share compared to net income of 0.4 million or basically zero break even a year ago. So the company did lose some money. And if I can go down to see some outlook, the company predicted that uh, revenue would be between 350 and 355 million. And this is compared to what they just reported in the second quarter of 310 million. So that's a nice sequential increase of revenue from 310 to 350, just quarter to quarter. And this is about to be reported anyway. And beyond that, they really didn't talk about their earnings expectations. So it's kind of a, a mixed bag for digital turbine, possibly why we're seeing the stock slip as it turns from mild break even a year ago to a small loss. So let's look longer term on digital turbine under Morningstar. And I like to go to their financials. And we can see that this is a very fast growing company. Um, in 2019, they had 100 million in revenue. 2020, they're up to 140 million. 2020 was, excuse me, 2021 was 310 million. And in the trailing 12 months, they've already had 710 million. Net income uh, for the year was a loss of 10 million in 2019, a profit of 10 million in 2020 a profit of 50 million in 2021 and the trying 12 months 50 million on a diluted earnings per share basis in 2019 they lost 8 cents in 2020 they made 16 cents in 2021 they actually earned 57 cents and in the trying 12 months they're earning only 54 cents so it's really been a uh, a very nice increase, a ramp, we would call, of revenue and earnings uh, since 2019. If we look at cash flow, um, we can see that their break-even cash flow in 2019, they had 30 million of free cash flow in 2020, 50 million in 2021, and in the trailing 12 months, 30 million of free cash flow. So not great free cash flow, but the company is uh, certainly not burning up its cash. In fact, if we look at the balance sheet, uh, 
we can see that there are total assets is 1.4 billion and total liabilities is 920 million. Uh, they have cash and cash equivalents of $100 million. So they're somewhat solvent, but they're not flush with cash either. They're not cranking out gigantic amounts of free cash flow. So you can see the questions that people have, but my goodness, they're growing quickly. Let me go to one more thing. You see the latest quarter. Uh, we can see the uh, several year past history of apps showing the very fast growth. And let's go into Yahoo Finance under analysis. Now, what you do is you enter in that APPS and there's a bunch of little blue head headings from summary, company outlook chart, conversations, statistics, historical data, profile, financials, and then analysis. So I'm gonna hit analysis on apps. And we see that uh, the average estimate with four analysts for this year and five for next year is $1.60 for this year going to $2.15 next year of earnings. It's a tremendous increase for apps. How about revenue? Five analysts this year, five for next year, and we have 1.21 billion for this year and 1.59 billion next year, which is a really big increase, more than 25% in revenue. And if we look at the earnings per share trend, it's been rather rock solid for this year at a buck sixty. And next year, it's been slowly inching up, at least from 90 days ago, but relatively rock solid at 215. So apps, this digital turbine, is on sale. Now, just because it's down at 50% over the last year doesn't mean it's going to go back up. We really, and I certainly cannot predict where it's going to be tomorrow or next week or a year from now. All I know is that my strategy, my philosophy, is to find the group of the strongest stocks. Stocks that grow their revenue steadily, grow their earnings steadily, produce free cash flow, and ideally they would tend to beat expectations. And, and we can actually go to Zach's. Uh, let me go to Zach's right now. That's a nice research tool. And if we enter in, uh, in the top right, there's a little search box. We'll enter APPS. And again, this is the free site. And along the left side, um, there's a chart called Price Consensus and, see if, and Earnings Per Share Surprise. Let's me click on that. And let's see. Let's go back to that price consensus. And now, and what we're seeing, one of the uh, in the middle of the screen is a price consensus and earnings per share surprise for apps. 
And one of the things that we see is that these little green area, green arrows along the chart for 2021 and 2023 going forward shows this large increase in uh, earnings expectations. And But the point is that the, the little green arrows along 2021, the one, two, three, four, five, the last seven quarters have been surprises on the upside. And if you drag your cursor over it, um, we see that on November 2nd, 2021, they surprise on the upside by 12.82%. In August of 2021, they surprised by 9.68%. In June of 2021, the earnings per share surprise was 13.64%. And in February of 2021, they had earnings per share surprise of 31.25%. So, what we do know is that when they've been reporting earnings recently, with uh, only an occasional exception, they've been surprising on the upside, meaning that they've done even better than what's predicted. And the predictions for, for uh, digital turbine are strong, 25 30% revenue growth next year, 25 to 30% earnings growth next year, and the stock is... Uh, trading at a discount, but it's still it is still not cheap. Um, you know, we, we can look at some of the basic. Let me see if we have some basic statistics. Uh, currently, the stock has a trailing PE of seventy five point five seven, which is very you know it's just a high PE. But the forward PE is only eighteen point three eight, one of the lowest forward PEs for apps. Um, as noted previously in the peg five-year expected here's here's something i just want to touch on what a peg ratio is i think you have a feeling what a price to earnings ratio is that's sort of how much you're paying in price relative to the amount of earnings that a company produces so we get some kind of number in this case it's 75 which is really pretty high but a price-to-earnings ratio is only significant relative to the growth of the earnings. So if we have a dynamic company, maybe it earns a dollar one year, two dollars next year, three dollars the next year, four dollars, you might be willing to pay more for that dollar of earnings than a different company, company Y, let's say, if this was company X, that would only produce a dollar then maybe a dollar five, a dollar ten, a dollar twenty, while the company X was producing a dollar, two dollars, three dollars, four dollars going forward. In other words, if they're growing their earnings much faster, then you're willing to overpay more now to get the earnings in the future. And we, we look at that through a peg ratio. We take the PE and we divide it by the growth rate. And the current peg based on five-year expected is 0.37, meaning that this digital turbine is selling for dirt cheap as a growth stock. So just these are just some thoughts regarding uh, digital turbine. And 
a poem about Little Red Riding Hood, and just some informal discussion with you, the listener, about maybe some ideas about how to look at stocks. And in summary, we, we look at stocks by finding out what they do. And I didn't do a very good job of that, did I? We look at stocks by looking at their chart. I mean, I'd rather have a stock that's lower on the left, higher on the right. But um, in a bear market, you're going to find a, or a correction. You're going to have find a lot of stocks that have sold off. And you, you want to find among them those companies that might be worth an investment. So we look at the latest quarter, and we see that they beat expectations with a big revenue growth. We look at the last several years, we see that they've been doing this for several years, and we look at estimates going forward, which are also very optimistic or bullish. We can look at something new, the price to earnings, and also look at the price to earnings relative to the growth, the peg ratio. And for me, a peg ratio that's 1.5 or less shows uh, some reasonable valuation. When pegs are over two, that means they're a little bit. You're paying twice the growth rate for that company, and you're you're paying quite a premium. Anyhow, it's now about 10:50. It's getting late. Monday night, February 7th. I wanted to share with you a little discussion about digital turbine. Thank you for listening. Please do feel free to leave comments on uh, the Potomatic homepage. And you can go to potomatic.com and look up Stock Picks Bob's advice. I do have a website on Lycos, but quite frankly, I've been neglecting the website and just informally preferring to talk to you, the listener. Please remember I'm an amateur investor, so. Please consult with your professional investment advisors before making any investment, investment decisions. Thank you again for listening. Wishing you a very pleasant evening. Much success in your investments, whatever you choose to do with them. Good health, good relationships, and happiness in your life. This is Bob Friedland. Good night.